All things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three blokes catching up over a can of three. So many things that we cannot wait to see. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny and Boydy, the basketball blokes dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. And we are missing a bloke tonight. No Banksy working That's late uh, tonight, unfortunately, for Banksy. Um, but seeing it that they were, we're getting neck deep into the uh, NBL preseason games with a, no- a game tonight between the Jack Jumpers and South East Melbourne Phoenix, we thought um, we'd jump on board straight away and try and give you our uh, reaction, I guess, is that what we're calling it, Benny? Well, let's go with the uh, the NBL Fantasy Nightcap, perhaps. That's why you write these things. That's good. Well, look, it's probably not going to be a literal nightcap uh, on a Tuesday night, but you know, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, as we go along, we try to give our most instant reaction uh, as, as we can, and um, it could be a good little test run for how we might do the blitz um, breakdowns uh, in only in a, what, a couple of weeks' time. So... Um, I'm perfect. Just uh, got to let people know, I guess. Uh, I took in the whole game, and nice. uh, I've got Bordy here who uh, played a final in basketball tonight. He Ugh. hasn't had a chance to catch it yet, but he's going to essentially host me through this, mate. So uh, feel like free it. to uh, cool. take it away. But right. uh, yeah, the theme tonight was uh, essentially, given that it's a NBL fantasy nightcap, uh, yep. we're going to be doing this in the theme of going for a night out, mate. So nice. Uh, Take us through it. And, All right, let's uh, start with the most, most important thing, mate. Yeah, let's start with the past, most important thing. What what had what was the game result? <sighs> it is the least important thing, but the Jack Jumpers <laughs> won eighty eight to eighty three. Now you might look at that and see that it's a nice, nice close game and yep. might be worth your watching the replay, mate. But uh, I probably wouldn't recommend that. Uh, so there was they're actually up by seventeen points at three quarter time. The Jackies they were they were dominating. But Bruising. if if we're looking at it as a theme for the night out, I think the uh, uh, the JJs have been together for a while. They're boys by this stage, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know we had a few of those uh, new imports just arrive. There's a few you know awkward silences. They're not just really vibing just yet at the <laughs> at the pub or club, mate. So uh, um, we'll talk more about uh, the details later on, I guess. All right. Sounds good, mate. All right. First of all, we're going to cover off uh, the uh, I might see you there later blokes. Well, I actually am one of these. I might see you there later blokes. And uh, if I ever say that, I'm not coming, just uh, for the record. I'm sure that... But we had uh, a few players, Dr. Boyd, that didn't rock up tonight. Um, They were Steindl, obviously injured. Mm -hmm. Magne, McVeigh, the same. Daniel didn't play tonight. And Tomasi with the DP for the JJs, and we, of course, were missing Mitch Creek, which is by far and away the best player out of all those guys, and I'm sure we would have won if he was playing, but uh, still recovering from his ankle injury. So um, keep that in mind as we're discussing these players tonight. I like it. So did we have anyone stopped by the bouncers at the door? Well, I wouldn't mind just uh, the story. I've got a very funny story about you being stopped by the bouncers. I won't go into that one, but uh, you had a little bit of a warning from the bouncers uh, last night, what did they say to you at a, a Frankston pub? Well, hardly, hardly a warning. They just said that uh, they don't, uh, they don't really like uh, flannelette shirts at the in here anymore. <laughs> okay. Apparently, so yeah, too fancy. So not that it was I a think flannelette, it... really. It was more of a dress shirt, but kind that's of, right. Kind of looked like a tablecloth slash uh, flannelette. So I get it. Yeah, no, that's right. I'd call that a warning not to wear it next time, but uh, <laughs> see how you go. It's not the warning, is. Uh, what most people would have taken it from a bouncer. But, yeah, stopped by the bouncers, the referees. 
it was uh, Rashad Kelly, uh, obviously a $1 million power forward we're predicting him as, but uh, he had two fouls in the first two minutes of the first quarter. So uh, not a great start, and uh, we always have to watch this out for our big men, don't we? But uh, he went on to score 28 fantasy points. I know in the podcast we just posted, make sure you listen to it, with Den and Melrose, we discussed a clip from Scott Roth who said mm-hmm. he really likes Rashad Kelly. And, and what did he say? He said... He's not going to be a guy that scores 20 points. Uh, Boydie, uh, I'll give you the tip. He scored 20 points tonight. Oh, exactly. Okay. Well, that's good. So um, he showed that scoring touch. But, uh, yeah, I mean, positive signs. He played a little bit of the five, um, but predominantly four, and um, looked pretty solid. He's definitely one for the watch list, mate, despite being like stopped by the bouncers early. Nice 20 points, five rebounds, and one assist there for... Uh, Kelly, as we will call him, I guess. Uh, That's what his name is on the box score. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right, Tonic player at the, on the Phoenix who would serve as a tonic for the supporters. Well, it was it was pretty slim pickings, but uh, there was actually one real player that stood out. And I know in the initial podcast we talked about after the signing that uh, I was going to be uh, – I wanted to be – Grant Pro-Savage and said, I'm going to be Grant Anti-Savage. But uh, Anti-Savage, we're predicting to be a 250K straight out of college guy. He had 27 fantasy points tonight. And you've obviously got the box score in front of you, mate. Have a run through that for us. Uh, Yep, I was actually looking at our uh, scores, but that's okay. So he had 11 points. He had, what, seven rebounds? Oh, sorry, he had eight rebounds. That's it. Yeah. Um, So So what... and one, yeah. one, one, he had one from one three-point line as well. So he obviously he's he's known as a bit of a shooter. He was um, a sniper out there, mate. I'm telling you, he yep. looked fantastic early on, uh, mid-range, sort of just stepping in off the dribble from just inside the the two-point line, and he was knocking down shots. Great size, got after the rebounds, and um, yeah, I mean, obviously Creek's not there, but I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he will have a role to play at the Phoenix this year if he continues to do those sort of performances. I like it. I like it. We might have to keep an eye on him and keep an eye on that injury uh, from Creek to see, probably through the Blitz, what goes on there. Um, uh, Alrighty, sorry, I'm jumping in the wrong screen. So, I st- you, know, you know me. I stick to my uh, Cooper's Pale Ale mostly, um, although I do go into the other Cooper's a little bit as well, but uh, you, do like, uh, the you local? like the imports menu. So what's going I on? I do like what, the imports what, 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 what menu. What are you drinking mate? that's imported tonight? Well, the one import that I want to discuss was our man Alan Williams, who uh, mm-hmm. was big obviously source. big source, raved about on our um, podcast last night as well. Um, he's big, is what I will say. He doesn't quite look in game shape. He was a monster out there, um, but right. still, like. Just so different to Joe Chi, mate. Like, seriously, okay. you're going, it's going to be a good thing. He's, he moves so well. His touch around the basket is awesome. I mean, he had five from eight. He made four or five free throws. So he's got that shooting touch and the skills, right? Um, yep. He, <laughs> we need to use him better still, I yep. think, like Joe Chi. He's but 30 for a few days, but yeah. yeah good. 35 fantasy points in 19 minutes. That's great points Ooh, per minutes. And, uh, uh, yeah, a very much a player to watch. Uh, Early didn't days, but I like, and we talk about this on the pod, obviously, is the, the stuff in the stat sheet. So he had 15 points, he had four rebounds, he had two assists, he had a steal and a block. So he's putting yeah. up numbers everywhere. Obviously, this is preseason, so don't get you know too excited, but he only played 19, just over 19 <laughs> minutes. So. Pretty exciting. 
All right, well, let's get excited. All right, cancel that bit. Let's get excited. <laughs> um, who, who's getting the next shout? Who will get the next shout, mate? Someone cheap. Hmm. We all know that play, that person, don't we? We go out, oh, yeah, I'll get the next shout. They are cheap. And the cheap man uh, that I wanted to talk about tonight is uh, Fabian Kruzlovich. Now, okay. uh, he's been a member of... Uh, the deep ballers, I believe, uh, throughout the years, particularly at Cairns, yep. um, got on him as a as he increased in that role. Now he's listed as a power forward. We've got him at seven hundred and forty two k. Now that's a yep. little bit higher than you might expect, but obviously no magnate to finish the second half of the year. So yep. he ended up scoring twenty eight fantasy points in I think about twenty minutes, but they did kind of put him in cotton wool. He was doing everything right out there okay. rebounding making plays um and i think that he's going to be really important to the jack jumpers and that's probably why they didn't um need him out there uh if it was a regular season game i think he could actually push those 30 minutes like they yep. okay. when they put when they put kelly at the five it didn't look as good if i'm being being honest so right. okay. um we saw plenty of minutes from Forsyth or seven minutes from Forsyth. you know there was some blowout minutes that would, I think, normally go to Krizlovich. So Fab yeah, okay. was uh, pretty fab tonight, mate. Nice. And, and once again, seven re, uh, seven points and he had five rebounds and three assists in that and a, and a three-point made. So sort of putting up putting up stats everywhere you can see on that stat line. Uh, ooh, is an interesting one. I know a few people guilty of this. The Phantom. Who's left yeah. early? Yeah, I think feel, well, I feel like our... Uh, the, the bloke that's done a phantom on us in tonight's podcast has done the odd phantom, but uh, I must admit I've done this <laughs> as well. Day, maybe. Just the old smoke bomb, <laughs> get out of here early. Um, it was Rowdy, and I know I sent a, a clip to you. So I'm got a concern that we might see Rowdy on Dr. Boyd's injury radar. He obviously mm-hmm. never looks like he moves too well, but he played four minutes tonight, um, and he then he did the phantom and left without saying goodbye to anyone. So yep. the there was an incident... He had a played two minutes to start, or the first yep. two or three minutes of the game, came back on, played another minute, got absolutely blown by, could not keep up with a guy um, with about 35 seconds left in the quarter, got okay. subbed out with five seconds left in the quarter. If there wasn't some sort of... Like, he actually waved to the bench, yep. or called for the sub, and got subbed out with five seconds left. Like, if there wasn't an injury concern, he's playing out five seconds in yeah, my book. Also. So... Concerns for Rowdy, and I mean that's uh, Grant Anisevic hype season. If there's an injury there, that's yep. to be honest. I think another role that outside shooting big, because um, Rowdy is pretty tall, good rebound for us. That uh, yep. could be more minutes for Grant. Yeah, just wanted to watch there. Obviously, um, Gary Brown and Sauce Williams didn't start for Phoenix, so there's there's still a bit to play out there with Antasevic. Um, etc. But um, yeah, all, all good signs. So we'll um, we'll keep we'll keep positive on it to begin with, and we probably one to keep on that watch list for the uh, NBL blitz coming up, and maybe even game two um, for JJ's versus uh, Phoenix in a couple of nights. So that's Thursday night, so should be able to get, get my eyes on that one live. So we'll uh, we'll go from there. All right, how about a chucker? Anyone have have a bit of a chuck of a night? You know, bit 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 of a uh, Ralph. Now, someone went too hard on the shots, mate, and uh, yep. they missed a heap of them. That was Josh Majette tonight. It was Ooh, comical. Okay. Well, he went well, one for ten. He Ooh. missed two light, wide open layups. The bucket he did score didn't actually go in. It was a goal ten on a botched, <laughs> on a botched layup. Um, okay. 
uh, front rim air balls. Um, just it was not working for him. Um, okay. Now oh, I didn't actually put threes. his fantasy. Yeah, none I, from seven threes. He, he was the chucker of the night. That's for sure. Yeah. Now what did he end up with fantasy wise? I didn't actually put it down. You've got uh, that. Where he got hit. Um, he still has yeah. a way. He still has a way. Yep. All the assists. How many turnovers, mate? Uh, he had zero turnovers. So That's he what he three does. Points, three points, uh, three rebounds, six assists, two steals. Um, obviously got some points knocked off for it. Um, lots of field goals missed. Um, <laughs> yes, that's yeah, right. There you go. He can do it in other ways, but he certainly was the chucker of the night uh, in the NBL Fantasy Nightcap. I like it. Is that what we? Is that all we've got? To, oh, hang on. There was one more. Oh, there is one, one more. The most important one. This? How can we figure the most important thing of the night? Do you think it's you the know, first you, time we've you, ever done you, this? You've got too much money in your back pocket. You know, you're looking, you're looking right up the top of that shelf, right up the top for that nice single malt or something like that. What, what are we going here? Who's the BOG for the night? Top shelf player was Milton Doyle, mate. Oh, um, okay, all right. So we had Scott Roth. <laughs> we laughed about it because he was praising up Cali on his in his interview, and he goes, "Oh, on the other hand, we've got Milton Doyle, who's really unselfish." Um, and he was, he was, to be honest, yeah, he is a playmaker. We have discussed okay. this. Like everyone was upset about Josh Adams, and uh, yeah. obviously no one was upset about McIntosh. But they've definitely, well, early days. I think they've definitely upgraded in both positions now yep. the shot was not dropping for milton tonight there's lots rolling in and out but he is a facilitator he is big like he can defend he was like good size and um he can create his own shot i think he's the, okay. the takeaway of the day he's definitely one for the watch list now um Perfect. with tasmania having that awesome schedule but Nice one from seven from threes is a bit of a worry, obviously, but um, he still filled up that stat sheet still. Once again, he had four rebounds, he had four assists, uh, and even a block I like in there. So for a uh, not a you know for a wing and getting a block there is good, and and only played just twenty six minutes. I've got it, or just under sorry twenty five and a half minutes there. So uh, doing a little bit of everything there, which indeed. I like. Um, all right, I think that just about wraps us up for the nightcap, fantasy nightcap preseason style. Thank you, Benny, for joining us. Thanks for doing the hard work, and um, I'll uh, make it up to you later in the week. No worries, mate. Make sure you check out our articles on basketballblokes.com. We put the fantasy scores up there, and we'll continue to do that, um, along with maybe some more nightcaps. We'll see how we go. Nice. As always, you can find us on Twitter at people underscore blokes, on Facebook at Basketball Blokes, or as Benny just mentioned, www.basketballblokes.com.